Hamza Khan is the head of DeFi at Polygon, one of the biggest players in decentralized finance and the blockchain space. In our conversation, we'll dive into Polygon's major announcement with Reddit and Robinhood. But before we get into it, Hamza gives us a brief overview of the Polygon ecosystem. Sometimes uh, from the outside, it can look uh, it can look a little, uh, a little, a little, you know, weird, so to say. Uh, but but from the inside, I think uh, people who who even uh, who know where the industry is going and who are from the inside, uh, like our team is very clear on how. Uh, blockchains will become in the future uh, you know at least in our opinion uh, and that is uh, very clearly that there are two uh, two ways how things are going to be one is like people are going to have a private server like in in traditional computing in cloud how we used to have we used to have like two things right like a private server a public server and a public server is you know a pos chain uh like ethereum main chain is the is like the public server where everyone is a uh, where everyone can deploy whatever they want. Uh, and, you know, this ZK rollups, ZK EVM is a public, uh, ch- is a public chain. Anyone can deploy, anyone can fork, do whatever they want. But, uh, but the more interesting thing comes when these, when these enterprises and games and like these, some very big, uh, uh, and, uh, institutions want a KYC base layer KYC platform uh, for deploying and all these things. So that is where a private server, which is a super net or app specific chain, app specific rollups come into the picture because that, because if you have to onboard, you know, the next 5 million or 10 million or 20 million users via your app, I'm not saying chain, uh, via your app, everything is going to break. Everything, like all the chains put together, they'll break because if, if, if Reddit brings all of their users uh on uh on like day zero everything is going to break same will happen with instagram same will happen with uh you know anything that is uh like all these big social media high uh high high throughput uh you know any anyone who requires high throughput like that's all going to fail so that is where that is how we are thinking in this like uh because we see such high demand from these uh from these big uh, institutions that uh you know supernet is that uh is that project which will cater to you know this big uh big uh big enterprises in big uh games because games require a lot of microtransactions coming in uh, same with fintechs. Also, these big neo bank fintechs like New Bank, you must have seen, uh, which was uh, like which is like LATAM's biggest digital bank almost now. Um, uh, so that, they have 50 million users, and if 50 million users come to Polygon POS chain or Solana or like whichever chain it is, it will break for sure. So that's how we are thinking to scale into like uh, private server, uh, public chains, which is POS zk EVM. Uh, and private is more like app super, uh, super net app specific rollups or app specific chains. Right now, Polygon maybe is categorized in two sectors, public chains and private chains. And in the public chain side, there's the proof of stake chain um, the and then the CK EVM uh, that's uh, coming live. It's uh, like testnet is, testnet is already live. Uh, testnet is already live. There are like 20, 25 projects already deployed and testing and all of that. Right. Uh, I guess like mainnet is. Uh, yeah, yeah, mainnet. Yeah. Um, and then there is the private chain side uh, called yes. Supernets. Yes. Okay. And what are these private chains like? Um, like how are they actually built? Yeah. So it's like how how we have uh, co- it's not it's not like private chains. 
how what i meant was private servers like in uh, dedicated servers uh, should shared server in a dedicated server i think that is a better analogy like a shared a shared server is your pos or any other chain whereas dedicated server is like one chain where you can spin up your own validators your own uh, block times you can uh, you can create that so basically how it is created is we have a uh, we have a framework called polygon edge that allows to spin up your own chain uh, so it's think of like how cosmos uh, cosmos sdk allows you to build your own chain uh, uh similar to that but that is cosmosum and uh, all those like different uh, different uh, yeah the whole tech stack is basically different whereas over here it is a evm compatible uh, evm compatible app specific chain where you can make your own chain um and this this chain is what uh, like 3 4 projects uh, now about like 10 15 projects have already built it and testing it like nubank is one of, i think the biggest one there are some very big very very big games that are already like you know triple a games that require uh, a dedicated dedicated chain for themselves to even uh, start thinking about uh, coming to the web 3 because because the throughput that they require the gas fees that they require is just not possible uh, on a public chain uh so that is that is the or a shared chain public chain or shared chain so that is why uh, these big games are testing it so you can build your own chain uh, the docs are public everything is public you can uh, today go and start uh, creating your own like defi platform on that or or a- anything yeah so what's what's the the um the point of having a uh, a project or an application run on these dedicated servers throughput main mainly is throughput no i i, I know but like why why like have a, a blockchain in the first place if you're going if if you're not going to be building like on a public blockchain that's a different question like i think that is mainly because blockchains allow you to allow you to have this custody of assets which is a very important thing and that allows the user sorry allow the users to have custody of assets which is a very important thing whether it is nfts or uh, money you know hard money 20s uh, or like that is a very important thing in this to minimize trust uh, because in this in this world environment where things are getting global as much as trust is decreasing uh, because of obviously obvious macro conditions and how uh, and just like how tech is evolving so to say you know so we have to de- minimize trust on certain certain uh, certain central parties while also decentralizing uh, decentralizing and giving access to the users of their of their hard assets and no, otherwise yeah you're right like why why not do it on a database uh, oracle database or whatever uh but uh, the non custodial aspect is very interesting which which uh, which the, these big big companies understand uh and that's why like you know facebook uh, sorry the meta meta and instagram when they when they did their instagram uh, nfts on polygon uh, they were very clear from day zero that uh, we want to do it on an open open uh, open infrastructure uh because people have to be able to you know uh, maybe tomorrow uh, they can add a uh add a uh, uh add a composability layer into into royalties and mo- new monetization techniques can be created when all of those things are on one layer uh, or at least have connectivity to one layer because we did this enterprise thing in 2017 enterprise blockchains have they have been there into since 2017 
there are many names like you can uh, every, like if you've been there you know, you know you know that so those things did not succeed mainly because like uh, like there is it's it is incredibly difficult to obviously first to run your own chain uh, there's no doubt about that but bringing traction onto that chain is even more difficult and uh, that is only possible when you have some level of composability some level of you know uh, yeah some level of uh, transfer between between things okay so there is composability uh, in in these private chains so it depends on how you design it for sure but at least like users are able to custody their own assets so they're oh, yes, able yes, to yes. like port their assets that they have on the like private new bank chain onto their wallets and then potentially from there to like ethereum mainnet if they wanted to yes yes with bridges or eventually yes yes okay they can do that yes so that's an advantage but then you still have kind of the trust assumption of however that chain is is set up right like it it, it depends on like how each chain builds its set of validators like how many validators they have yes. like how yes. transparent yes. they are yes. that yes. that's yes. kind of up to each company how they build these chains yes yes so yeah so so it's a trade off at, at least like you get to onboard these major huge like fintechs and and web2 uh, companies onto crypto um so it's it's not like fully on just like a, a public blockchain uh but they they get this they get this throughput you get not like a non custodial app um with maybe some kind of security assumptions that you know you you just need to trust uh, these companies some some of that and, and even more than the company part is like uh, some of these like i can't name but uh, i would ideally want uh, of course things to be on public blockchain but that that way you cannot scale it up to you know to the whole population you would need uh, app specific chains app specific rollups uh, to come up and that is something uh, we we are working on as well uh, but yeah uh, so but yeah to scale up you definitely need uh, a decentralized layer of uh, networking on the on the main chain but on the on each of the chains uh, but uh, but yeah hopefully we'll see something something a better solution uh, come up there is there anything in the works to kind of link these different app chains that are being created yes 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 uh, they were working on a on a central hub basically that uh, that kind of things I, i cannot talk too much about that mm. but yes okay um so it would be some sort of like bridge yes <laughs> okay i see i'm getting into some some territory that you can't talk about okay but that that's interesting okay now let's get into the public side uh, of of polygon um so you know proof of stake chain um and uh, the ck evm testnet uh, those are the the two main chains right on the public side pos uh, pos and uh, and uh, ck evm yes. okay okay so i am um, so the the proof of stake chain that's been kind of the 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 main chain that you know people have been using for for polygon for the past what is it like Two, two years, years no? two three years two, two three, three years, years. Yeah. um uh, but right right now you know the polygon proof of stake chain it's 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 a side chain it's not really kind of a an ethereum layer two um with with ckevm 
this would be a true like Ethereum layer two scaling solution, like a CK rollup chain. Is that right? Yes, yes, yes. So ZKVM will be a separate uh, will be a separate layer, true layer two. Yeah, uh, that that uh, of course like settles everything, proves everything on Ethereum. Yes. Web three is weighed down by fragmented experiences, becoming more of an obstacle for users rather than a warm invitation. Core seeks to erase these points of friction. Built by the team behind Avalanche, Core is an all-in-one command center for Web three, supporting Avalanche, Ethereum, and Bitcoin a rich ecosystem of dApps, Bitcoin and Ethereum bridges, NFTs, subnets, and more. Download the Core browser extension to get started and connect to the Core web to unlock additional features at core.app. Unlike its sidechain counterpart, Polygon CK EVM will be directly built on Ethereum to serve as a true layer two. Hamza goes on to explain the main differences between the two scaling solutions and breaks down the advantages and disadvantages of each. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so in terms of in terms of uh, security, uh, which I think for DeFi is most important uh, is and which is why I'm like personally very involved in like all the ZKVM stuff is that uh, you can you don't have to trust the operators of the chain uh if they screw up or the bridge or whatever it is, if they screw up or if they become malicious all of a sudden, that they steal your funds. You don't have to trust that that trust assumption is gone. Uh, because uh, because how ZK rollups work is like they put a mathematical proof uh, of all the of the batch all the transactions periodically put a proof on Ethereum and uh, and that proof can be replicated uh, by anyone on the main chain and be like, oh, this is wrong. Firstly, it can't be wrong uh, because the math, uh, the operator, uh, the 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 operator of the ZK side chain, which is which generates the proof, uh, basically, uh, the either it is a either it is like multiple people generating the proofs or it is one pe- one person generating the proof. But even one person, if if says that uh, okay, this person is is uh, this this set of uh, proofs is correct then you have to believe that uh, believe that one person uh, and it's it's because all the math all the math says that yeah this one person even if 99 operators are against you worst case are against you with that one person if that one person says yes okay uh, this is a right uh, transaction set of transactions because this is the math here it works out it proves out like uh, and then you can move your funds back to ethereum from the from the layer two so that way is is uh so yeah like trust uh it is a trustless uh sorry it is a zero knowledge uh based EVM. So for the most important thing with uh, with um, with her, uh, with zk EVM Polygon zk EVM is that uh, it is the f- we are the first uh, team to completely open the code, uh, make it public, uh, prover base layer EVM, um, all of the things you know for uh, all of the proofs uh, to everyone and everyone can test it and it is live. The testnet is live. Um, and there are about yeah like twenty projects there. So it's coming back to your point of who whose benefit it is. Uh, in my in my head, of course, like there's a lot of still we are so so early into this. Like it just launched like what one month ago or something. Um, uh, but I think DeFi users. Um, like power users, you know, power users will be will feel more comfortable using this 
versus uh, versus any other uh, any other thing because even optimistic rollups right now uh, uh, have as you're seeing like you know the big DeFi is happening either only on like these two chains I think uh, one is Polygon POS which has crossed now Binance chain in terms of volume in terms of projects and everything uh, but on the other side and we don't even have like the big exchanges backing us so to say but on the other side like some of these big things have come upon arbitrum and optimism because users are just in general more comfortable using those things because they believe uh, and of course it is proven but it is also believed that uh, we can you know move even if even if the chain goes down or whatever happens on the like couple of months ago i remember one of the two i don't want to name maybe i'm wrong uh, but one of the two rollups uh something happened on the on the relayer on the on the proof uh, side of things which uh, there was an attack there or a militia attack something I, I can't recall exactly what happened but uh, but since it was uh, but since it was uh, uh, a roll up uh, ethereum specific roll up ethereum uh, center roll up so you could move funds even back to ethereum without the bridge and just be like yeah i have this proof and uh, you know i can withdraw my funds back on ethereum after 7 days because it is optimistic roll up uh, i i hope i'm not m- making any mistake in the technicalities there but it was something like that but you you see like because once that happened people people realize okay i can do that so i'm not too worried about you know b- bridging more funds into into that uh, thing so so that way uh, i in my head is like you know 6 months down the line uh, when you know we have to grow this zkvm ecosystem q1 hopefully we will launch uh, mainnet and then you know these power users will feel more comfortable using uh, using zk evm and more interesting like derivatives uh, more interesting on chain uh, because like higher throughput and all these things will happen and on chain and more interesting thing is that you can you can do a lot of on chain computation because low gas is there and it is completely provable by ethereum security and not by some trusted some some uh, you know man in the middle validator or whatever so so that uh, there are a lot of projects who have started reaching out to us who have who deploy on zk evm even in this past like 2 3 weeks and send us like oh we have deployed this math prog- problem on zk evm and we will be using this to prove some of our option pricing some of our uh, you know uh, pricing formulas and stuff like that so that kind of is uh, in my head is also very interesting that stuff you can do with same ethereum security if yeah mm-hmm. okay so yeah so like the the, the main difference is that uh, CK uh, rollups, uh, optimistic rollups, like true Ethereum layer layer twos, um, get their security from the Ethereum main chain, uh, while you know the Polygon proof of stake chain um, doesn't have that that guarantee. So you believe that users, especially like DeFi power users who are transacting, you know larger amounts uh, of funds will feel more, more comfortable using um, the uh, CK EVM potentially than the, the Polygon proof of stake uh, going forward. So DeFi, DeFi, yes, but there is more, one more interesting thing which people don't understand is like DeFi uh, and which, which I've also just recently realized is that there's a lot of retail that wants that wants access to these things and of course we want to have those power users as well 
बट देर विल बी देर बी अ गुड डायनामिक विच इवन आई डोंट नो हाउ इट विल हैपन वॉट विल हैपन इज दैट आई थिंक लाइक फिनटेक अ लॉट ऑफ दीज फिनटेक्स दैट आर लाइक रॉबिन हुड विच यू सेड रेडिट एंड Starbucks is practically like a bank only like because of the card because of the card that they have and the number of accounts that they touch via via their users so uh, so those kind of things will still remain on the POS chain just because you know more wallets and more things but uh, but yeah uh, power power things i definitely think zkvm is the future so that's that's a question i have with just like the fragmentation of of users between th- these two ecosystems is is your thought that these two chains will will continue growing with their own specific set of users down the line or is the plan for um you know polygon to con- polygon to converge in one one ecosystem like maybe like proof of stake works for now but is the plan for everything to go on the C- the CK EVM chain down the line again like i cannot say too much because there are some discussions happening but this i can th- say for sure the proof of stake chain is not going anywhere that is that is for sure um uh if things to the second point that you said will things migrate to CK EVM i can't comment much on that uh but one thing is for sure is that uh is that yeah the pos chain is not going anywhere uh is uh, yeah power user liquidity uh, fragmentation of liquidity uh yes uh, as far as i see now i don't know how the market will react when uh when things get built uh, when when minute happens in 3 uh, 4 months i don't know how how the market will react so uh but i still think there will be like two cities you know like two cities in this country of polygon a very weird example but in this weird, this thing if there are two cities and um, and yeah like if if that has a higher premium uh, because of security and uh, and uh, you know transparency and everything so i expect like you know higher quality projects uh, and this we are see, i'm seeing right now for sure uh, like higher quality projects get attracted to that particular city and they want to have that premium uh feel building there because they are the first people there it looks like at least for now for the foreseeable future we will have these two separate you know polygon chains with their own sets sets of users um and then another kind of important piece for polygon is uh the bridge uh, which you know it's it's responsible for uh for like the transfers of um Ethereum and I, I and like you know from layer ones to uh, these you know polygon side chains and right now the polygon bridge is the, the biggest out there it's holding more than two billion in user funds um, which is a huge responsibility especially seeing how you know bridges have been the points of major attacks like the, the biggest hacks have happened on blockchain bridges so you know i'm wondering uh yeah like polygon has again like just a huge responsibility on its hands uh, handling this kind of new technology that's been proven to be just like a a, a, a major point of failure uh, in in defi and blockchains and holding all all, all these uh, user funds so um how are you guys thinking about 
bridge security, like uh, I, I would imagine it's kind of the thing that makes Polygon developers the most nervous out there, at least like, or I would be really nervous. No, for sure. Like it's not a, it's not a easy thing, of course, to, to be maintaining something like that. And, and yeah, like you're right. So, uh, by POS, by Ethereum dApps, I've, 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 this one metric I've been noticing for like past two years is that, uh, uh if you go to dApp radar or any other, like any other metric you see like Polygon bridge has all has been top five or top six at least uh, most used dApps on ethereum because that's how you come to the polygon chain right so for the past like almost uh, one and a half two years um and that is definitely interesting because they that clearly shows that people still keep coming uh keep coming and going uh, into the chain most number of TV, uh, tvl why that chain is there by any bridge is there most number of users, volume, all of those things. Yes. Uh, and that's why like we've, we are like, that's why we have beefed up uh, the security team over the past, like, I don't know, six, over five, six months, a uh, lot of like good security people from like top industry exp uh, teams. Like uh, some of the names are like very, very big, uh, uh, very big uh, uh, teams have joined. And this is not just Polygon because we do via uh, via third party also like Immunify and, and other uh, uh, decentralized, try to decentralize the auditing process as well. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, but of course, like it is something that uh, the team and Mudit, who is the C, uh, CSO, uh, Mudit uh, keeps, uh, keeps talking about, like even on Twitter, on some of these things that, you know, it is, uh, like some of these things are are very important. That's why Immunify has been very helpful on uh, on some of uh, some of the bugs and like uh, white hat uh, white hat uh, bounties and on all of those things. And we are investing more and more in that for sure. Uh, with every with every thing, like I think Polygon is like one of the bigger bounties and bigger uh, bigger funding on Immunify. If I'm not wrong. How much are you kind of devoting like in in bounty funds to? Uh, to keeping your bridge secure, do you know? I'll have to check, and I'm sure that number is is not even uh, like I'm not sure. I can't comment on that. Okay, no worries. But yeah, it's it's been a trend. I I think for uh, define general to just you know uh, increase the the amount spent uh, on on bounties uh, because it it looks like. Not even audits are are enough uh, these days. Like y you need to incentivize just a broader community to uh, to look at the code um, and see you know where the loopholes are and if uh, auditors missed anything um, because you know they often have done so. Uh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Back to the to, to CK uh, EVM for for one second. I I I, I wanted to ask you about. Uh, is uh, CK like zero knowledge versus uh, optimistic rollups uh, tech, and uh, I just wanted to get kind of your 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 thoughts on, you know, like why why Polygon decided to go with with this technology instead of optimistic rollups, which have been you know the, they're both like super new, but at least uh, optimistic rollups have been a bit more, you know battle tested and, and they are kind of the, the most used uh, L2s at the moment. Yeah, for sure. Uh, again, the the bigger problem with optimistic rollup is that the, the UX 
of bridging in and bridging out apart from other things as well but the major uh, from a user standpoint is that you will again have to rely if you if you want to make it a very widely adopted chain uh, network then you would have to rely on some third party bridge because inherently the bridge will take 7 days that is like a fundamental truth of of optimistic rollups and uh, and if you have to rely on some other of course there are there are some bridges that have not been hacked some of them have been hacked but then you have to rely on some some bridge network to be able to you know uh, be that fast exit so to say like you know uh, because if if users start using that uh, then again it will start becoming more battle uh, more battle tested and then like uh, you don't know how, what what you can't trust the whole network with one or two or even three third party bridges that uh, that you know that could determine the success of your project on a on a, like on a very simple level that was that was i i can't say for uh, for sandeep or jd or everyone but there are a lot of technical things as well because if you look at uh, at at optimistic rollups like the they inherently do yeah like there there are more technicalities which i uh, i i'll not go into uh, in terms of like the geth implementation and uh, and those things as well on the base layer but uh, but at that time uh, EV, zk in like the industry was becoming uh, was like uh, zk sync had just launched testnet and like or something like that i remember uh, was happening and we were big admirers of like zk tech in general for not just for scalability part but in general like zero knowledge proofs as a technology not just the scalability and evm part of things but zero knowledge in general is a very important it's all privacy right so it's all it's very important for uh, to is very important for this technology to push uh, you know the frontier into the next space and so that's why i think uh, that's why that's where these two reasons were definitely one of the one of the top ones so this this need for optimistic rollups to wait uh, the, that seven day period to to withdraw is just like a, a really big ux compromise that networks need to take um it, technology wise and then kind of relying on third party bridges to uh, to make that transfer faster this episode is also brought to you by circle the sole issuer of usdc usdc is always redeemable one to one for us dollars has over 45 billion in circulation as of october 13th and lets users easily access both TradFi and crypto financial services. Check out circle.com backslash transparency to see USDC's weekly reserve breakdowns and monthly attestation reports and find out why USDC is a trusted stablecoin. Aave's latest deployment, V3, was launched on six networks and introduces new features like isolation mode, efficiency mode, and portals. Explore the protocol at Aave.com and if you're building in the ecosystem, apply for a grant through AveGrants.org. Polygon recently announced two major partnerships. First came Reddit launching their avatar NFTs on Polygon, which onboarded nearly 3 million users into the ecosystem. Second was Robinhood, choosing Polygon to debut its Web3 wallet. Let's hear more into the details of these partnerships from Hamsa. Yeah, Robinhood one actually can... I'll not uh, sell details. I'll just show you the wallet. Uh, 
so yeah i mean uh, robin hood we have been we had been speaking with robin hood for a while uh, and uh, you know robin hood like 80 he should they showed me the numbers like 18 80 sorry 70 to 80% of their daily users on their on their custodial app have have once or twice traded crypto at least once traded crypto so that kind of user base they have and uh, and now they were like uh, earlier in the year they were like we want to launch a non custodial wallet um uh, because we believe in uh, you know the technology of blockchains and we believe that this can uh this can power a lot of a uh, lot of uh, new tokens and a new assets that you know cannot be listed and all of those logistics of listing a asset is also a lot uh whereas if you are on metamask or uniswap you can like is permission let you can do whatever you want uh so that kind of a mentality also uh also they wanted to have it in that app and so they recently uh, launched their non custodial can you see yeah uh, yeah i'm poor not that much money in there but uh, they can you, you can access all of these uh assets uh on on their actually like all of the assets on polygon so they launched a non custodial wallet on um, on on polygon blockchain exclusive to polygon blockchain um and people can access any assets that are on polygon even more in the near future uh right now they have announced only like 10000 uh 10000 beta users for their beta users but uh, end of year hopefully they will be um, they will be uh, you know opening it to everyone so that that will be very interesting for me and the most interesting thing for projects this for users but for dapp builders like uh, this i have been i think i have to do a better job at telling this but uh, these these reddit and fintechs and and these uh, robin hood guys uh, like they are in my in my opinion they are the biggest distributors of anything that we build on chain because because robinhood has 1.5 million this wallet this wallet that i showed has 1.5 million signups already without marketing without anything because of the brand power that they have and they just i remember they just tweeted once and did a did a sos or uh, on their normal app and from there with one or two tweets they had 1.5 million signups uh, so anyone that is building on polygon defi or anyone is that is thinking of building in defi in general should be looking into this opportunity with you know robinhood or stripe or all these things that are coming up uh, more is that this wallet can give you access to the next 2 million 3 million users by being on the polygon and by doing good on the polygon ecosystem so your these volume these uh, lending borrowing all of this will go via your app and your app will make more fees more volume and all of those things so yeah i hope that helps yeah um so i was just googling the total number of robinhood users and yeah this is crazy they have almost 23 million yes users. Yes. Uh, so that's you know that, how how many users does um, DeFi have in total? Like I, I think I, I've seen one, two, three yeah, max. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I've seen like um, some estimates, but it's like between like three and five million. Ah uh, no no no! But those are wallets. Those are wallets, not real users. Yeah yeah. So yeah. 
So I let's say like one. Five. I'm sure you and I have like five or ten. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's crazy. So it's it's like five times the entire DeFi ecosystem in this one fintech. Um, so yeah, we mentioned Robinhood with 23 million. You talked about New Bank with 50 million. It's huge. Uh, so to you. Um, and and it looks like you know it's it's been Polygon strategy which you've done really successfully so far. It's been you know the way to bring um, crypto to the masses is through these partnerships with with these just you know giants uh, who have the the ability to onboard millions of users at once, uh, rather than build more you know DeFi native apps that attract users it's you know just like going to these players that already have these like tens of millions of users already yes yes that's the goal because if we even if we make something cool on chain and if we if we are the only people and like 10 wallets with 100 million net uh, net tvl move capital there like that's not that's not how you change and this one this is one uh, thing which uh, philosophy which I had like when I got when I read compound and Aave white paper like after DeFi summer was like uh, this DeFi thing uh, it blew my mind was like I one thing which I read was like DeFi our goal with Polygon like my goal with Polygon DeFi is to make DeFi more is to make finance more accessible than running water like that is the goal in ten years if you are able to achieve something like that then then we are good uh, otherwise we are just like building one new dex one new yield farm 10000% apy that's not uh, how you change you know you bring you empower the big uh, masses of the world yeah no it's it's i love that vision making finance more uh, accessible or more common than than running water um and to understand how uh, robinhood like how this non-custodial wallet will work with with Robinhood and and in actually you know onboarding these users uh, to DeFi because so so far like a lot of these like fintech announcements have been like fintech announcements with crypto have been these like wild gardens right and and this used to be. Robinhood so far, like, okay, like Robinhood users trade crypto, but they only trade it within the Robinhood wallet and then they cash out to their bank. And it's, it's not really DeFi or crypto. That's not DeFi. That's not, right. That's not, yeah, that's not DeFi. That's like Celsius or uh, Voyager or like, that's not DeFi. Yeah. I think that's the same thing that like, I think Cash App does, or I'm not sure, but like a, a lot of like fintechs, that have announced similar, you know, crypto uh, offerings do that. It's just like, okay, you trade crypto within our system and then you cash out to your bank. No, no, and, no. And that's it. This is, this is prop, this is properly like, so they are using, I can dig into details. Uh, so Robinhood will be using zero X protocol, uh, which is like matcha zero X, all those things, uh, for, you know, driving trades to all the DEXs that are on Polygon. So that is the goal. Uh, for zero X, uh, uh, V and Robinhood non-custodial wallet. So this will be a separate app. 
just to be clear this will not be that uh, that robin hood uh, wallet uh, the robin hood app which which already has that but this will be a separate wallet uh, uh, which is a non custodial wallet so think of it exactly like metamask think of it like robin hood's metamask that's it's as simple as that uh, but all the trades will be uh, via 0x on polygon so all like whoever is sending more trades via 0x who is whoever is spreading uh, whoever is giving the best bid and spread uh, lowest spread on uh, on 0x will get the most volumes as simple as that so interesting so so robin hood is effectively like going to be competing with metamask yes 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 and this is a mobile this is a mobile i can i'll show you again and this is alpha right here because like you said there's only yeah, 10000 yeah no thing is yeah yeah no one i don't know they will shout at me i think but should i show this yeah show it show it uh, okay. <laughs> i'm i'm sure uh, that they, they they'll be happy to get more exposure yeah i can't i can't send this like that's the only thing i can't uh, i showed it to a couple of people so mm-hmm. yeah so this is the ave let's say ave is here uh, yeah. i want to you know uh wait buy or sell or whatever mm-hmm. and uh max like i have only 10 cents mm-hmm. and i buy here so guys for for those who you of you who are listening and not watching you should then head to our our youtube video uh, for the interview to to take a, a peek at the new robinhood and non custodial wallet um What's the uh, the on ramp like? Because I think that's that's the place where a lot of newbies to DeFi and crypto get get lost. Like, what what's funding the wallet like? Like, is it using Apple Pay you see, or? You see, you're swapping BUSD for USDC. Mm-hmm. And if I do it, I think it's done. It's done. So I sold some BUSD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was BUSD before. Now it's mm. all USDC. and no confirmations no gas no 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 no, no. so they use uh, they use no uh, gasless transactions on the backend uh, mm-hmm. that allow like via by economy and these things um, that uh, that yeah so basically they uh, so basically by economy and they fund uh, they fund the transaction because gas is like very cheap on polygon pos so yeah okay so big change is uh, they've abstracted away all the like cumbersome cumbersome yeah. uh confirmations and like yes. gas approvals yeah. and gas a- gas approvals and uh, one more thing and still they're testing like this this is just launched like what 3 weeks ago 2 3 weeks ago um uh, but this still like i keep seeing like test flight if you, if you use test flight you'll see keep seeing messages come up uh, oh, they're testing this they're testing that so every every day i get some mail saying robin <laughs> hood testing this so they're keep that improving the experience but the more interesting thing is the onboarding part so in onboarding i did not have to you know save uh, uh seed phrase somewhere so that's what they're uh, so like it's completely non custodial but they're uh, they're working on ways to uh, which i have to be honest i have not looked too much into uh, is they're trying ways to you know completely abstract away the uh, seed phrase you know saving and all of that uh, you can sign in via google and all those things so so yeah I wonder how the, what how they're doing it with the seed phrase because like you, you'll have to make it ac- like the seed phrase accessible and recoverable at some point, right? Like, I wonder if it's like recovered via a password or yeah, recovered. I think it's it will be via password uh, or your Google ID or things like that because even I haven't uh, dug too much into 
like I've used it a couple of times. The UX and all is good. You can see the address, everything up uh, on top. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I, I still haven't, to be honest, uh, completely dug into it. So interesting. Um, I think it's, it's really bullish for DeFi that all these... Uh, you know, like some of the biggest brains out there in in UX are trying to figure out how to make. Yeah, it took it took me only like fifteen seconds to get into the wallet, and you uh, and you can back it up uh, back my uh, seed phrase into the cloud and encrypt it via Face ID and stuff like that uh, is is there. So that's why it took me like ten fifteen seconds to first time I set up the wallet. And then to fund it, to like, did you have to make a bank transfer? No, so or? you can, uh, you can, so right now I think they only show transfer from Robinhood, which is their oh, big app. Oh, okay. Their okay. big app. Uh, so you can move funds from there to here. Uh, mm-hmm. But I, uh, yeah, I don't know how they're planning to, but yeah, I'm sure they'll be integrating some fiat on ramp uh, to go from credit to, uh, from bank to uh, on-chain. That's yeah. not a problem. Because that, that, that would be um, a limitation if, if you have to be a Robinhood user to use a non-custodial app. That would no, limit, big, yeah. that would limit wallets sure. to like only US Yeah, yeah users, for sure. No, so. They will be doing KYC. Uh, they will be doing onboarding. Uh, I know. Uh, I hope they will be doing. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure they are. Sengo is a non-custodial wallet that aims to solve private key vulnerabilities. They do this by using a type of cryptography called MPC. That's a technology that's been used by billion-dollar institutions. Sengo Wallet is fully recoverable and uses three-factor authentication, including 3D biometrics, so no one can access your wallet but you. They also have 24-7 support with real people directly on their app. Keep your crypto and NFT safe with tech the big institutions have used for years. Download the Sengo app from the App Store or Google Play, that's C-E-N-G-O, and use code DEFIANT to get $20 back on your first purchase of $200 or more. Go to their site for details and terms and conditions. In the final part of our conversation, Hamza shares further insights into the DeFi ecosystem in Polygon. Where does most of the activity happen and what type of innovation is he seeing? Yeah, I, I think uh, like uh, in terms of like the where the users are coming from, there's a lot of like various like different variety of users that uh, that use so like i said like just two weeks ago not two weeks just last week i think uh polygon surpassed bsc in terms of 24 hour trading volume for a couple of days it was there uh so uh, uh, polygon had more U- more users in terms uh, more uh, more trading volume on these uh uniswap balancer all these big exchanges um quick swap uh on the top ones but the more interesting thing which I see for Polygon DeFi is that and some of these reports will be coming out via third party people who have who have compiled like Q3 overview. Q3, right? Huh. Q3. Q3 overview is that uh, God knows which year we are going, where we are going. Like, can't even uh, think of some sometimes. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, this one thing which I'm more interested is that we even after stopped we stopped lm we stopped liquidity mining i mean we started the whole ecosystem liquidity mining thing like we invented the whole playbook basically with ave first time when we did that uh in 2021 like last year in uh in april uh, and the whole DeFi for all liquidity mining thing to onboard users like ave uh sushi curve balancer all these things that we did last year that kind of incentive 
people there other chains doing it till today but like i don't want to name anyone like you can see themselves but uh, but even today the more number of users if you look at number of users being onboarded every day like polygon would be at first if not at second if not first first would be bsc because of binance so that's a different thing but uh, but that is more interesting to me so that that's how like you know different wallets like robinhood is just not even launched yet but there are so many new wallets that are there like kucoin wallet i was just looking at some numbers they have very good numbers uh huobi wallet trust wallet these guys have so many new retail users that want assets on quickswap aave um uh, Uh, there are so many uh, there are so many you know new projects like meshswap meshswap launched on polygon from clayton and they they are they are very big in korea clayton chain uh, and they came from there and they brought in like uh, uh, i i was checking the numbers like about 50000 unique users from clayton chain or from korea uh, via their via their ecosystem so that kind of thing which is interesting but in terms of innovation innovation there are a lot so i one thing which i am very bullish on the future of defi and many people will not like it or like in public also people don't like uh, on twitter is that this rwa and uncollateralized and undercollateralized lending um, as much as crypto wants to be purist and uh, and you know yeah just crypto wants to be purist and everything like that but for and you 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 will appreciate this if uh, i hope and please correct me if i'm wrong is that in in emerging economies like india from where i am uh, or latam which is the huge crypto market i think the single largest crypto market uh, defi at least defi it's by far the single most large people have income but people don't have assets that is one very common thing which like at least in india i have seen and i'm sure like in emerging economies like people like live paycheck to paycheck and not even paycheck like we don't call paycheck is a more us us term uh, but in there is like you know every hour you get something you know hourly wages and if you can access uh, you know credit you like that's how china did with alipay and all these things like you know uh, by embedding a credit ecosystem to every person um Uh, not the way china did it uh, not the way people other did it but more in a zero knowledge based where you can uh, like how superfluid is trying to do i think i really like what superfluid is trying to do is that you know you stream money and uh, you can get a line of credit down the line uh, based on how how good your stream of credit uh, stream of income has been uh, and that kind of that kind of technology will uh, you know open up so many new primitives that we can't even think of like you know peer to peer credit circular lending all these kind of things on one chain um, and there are a lot of projects like teller is doing this t e l l e r dot finance uh, they minted they were able to pay for the mortgage uh, for a house that was minted on chain like uh, uh, this was by roofs if i'm not mistaken the name was roofstock um, and they are i think us us is uh, top 3 biggest uh, single family ho- houses uh, broker uh, and they are like they have like 10 billion 5 5 to 10 billion of book of uh, of uh, real estate book and they minted uh, the house on chain and uh, teller was able to pay the mortgage via polygon uh, pay the mortgage out 
so you know it's completely legal here in north carolina i think maybe i'm wrong north carolina colorado uh, so they were able to do that that kind of stuff is what what inter- what is more interesting then uh, like uh, there was uh, someone who someone who uh, minted someone who added his airbnb property as collateral and took out a loan on that under collateralized loan on that that kind of stuff is cool like not not uh, not doing uh, firstly getting out of the over collateralized lending market uh, which was very important to begin with but not now uh, we, now that we are we are seeing a high inflation rate environment and uh, defi credit has gone down defi leverage has gone down so interest rates on those things are down and uh, so if you add more risk certainly these things are more risky but uh, you get higher yield in some of these things so like it's definitely interesting and these things rwa and uh, there are a lot of projects that like if you want i can get into deeper but that is one thing which i am particularly very interested in yeah for sure i'm i'm super interested in how these under collateralized loans uh, develop in defi i agree with you that that's a way to just get um a, a wider set of of users to to be able to use the space because if you require collateral uh, to do anything in defi you're limiting the number of users to those who already have capital right um so yeah i i agree but but it's also true that you know you are bringing in external risk you know you're bringing in real world assets you're bringing in points of censorship and centralization into defi um and yeah a lot of people you know look at kind of 2008 era and 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 they're like you know like these kind of um uncollateralized loans and uh, and kind of derivatives of things and you know that's how we got into this huge mess so i i i see the point of like skeptics uh, mm, yeah yeah but i think you know for defi to grow it's it's pretty you know it's kind of the way the way to go i don't know yeah i i agree like i understand the skepticism for sure like uh, the the underwriting process becomes opaque sometimes uh, but uh, but one thing which i'm i'm uh interested in like via zero knowledge that uh, you can prove everything uh, you know like you you do not have to trust the solvency of an exchange i'm just giving an example you have, don't have to trust the solvency of an exchange by their word but if they put a proof on chain of their balance sheet and the reserves or whatever if they put a proof and that proof matches then only you you know work with them or whatever it is you know like that kind of thing is and then you can issue, uh, you can plug that into their credit score uh, and that's what everyone lied about in in 2008 like you know the subprime mortgages everyone lied about the credit uh, part which again like my maybe naive uh, thought process of this but if we have to some naivety is important to push to push uh, to push large scale adoption so so yeah that i i understand where the skepticism is but yeah But we maybe we have better technology now to to make yes, the process yes, a yes. bit more transparent and trustless. Um okay so and and these are all kind of different uh, projects that are that are happening on 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 Polygon. I saw the the Airbnb property that was super interesting and yeah and, and I think we covered their their roof stock sale as as well. Um so yeah like 
super interesting stuff. Um, so it, it, it's, it's been, um, it's, it's been kind of, it, it looks like your, your philosophy with moving Polygon forward is, is pretty kind of uh, pragmatic, right? It, it's like, okay, on, on one hand, you have these kind of big uh, companies that you want to partner and onboard, uh, like Robinhood, like, like Reddit, and, and kind of go where the users are instead of like hoping that they will come to DeFi. Uh, and then on the other hand, uh, you, you have also this kind of more pragmatic approach to DeFi, kind of less purist approach of, you know, we need to get real world assets, we need to get uh, an unsecured and collateralized lending um, to be a bigger part of this space as well. Yeah, this I've tried hard to, since like I joined uh, when there was no DeFi on Polygon, <laughs> there was only QuickSwap. Uh, and since then I've tried very hard to not, to like not uh, get my biases in because we, that's not the right way. And it's not justice. It does not do justice to, uh, to the work everyone else is putting in, in the Polygon or, you know, wider ecosystem. And uh, in this, at this point where Polygon is, I feel that uh, we feel that, you know, uh, we have to keep our biases aside and go where the market is, as well as have some biases is important. Of course, you have to be, you have to have a certain conviction on certain things and not just, you know, go with the flow everywhere. Uh, and that's why like, have we have divided the team into into certain things where people who are more pragmatic do that. But the high net stuff where more DGN and more more interesting things are required, there are separate people who do that. Uh, so that, you know, it's just two different people and then it's on me <laughs> to figure out how, uh, how, at least on the DeFi side, to figure out like what to be prioritized and stuff like that. And so to get to this goal that you mentioned of having a finance be more accessible than, than running water, what do you think is missing? Like, what would you like to see built on, on Polygon or elsewhere? I think one more important credit for sure, like credit by far is the most important is the driver of finance in the real world. Like no one doesn't over, there is no over collateralized loans. There is, there is nothing called over collateralized loans. Loans are under collateralized, uh, in the, or uncollateralized, uh, like credit cards and all of that. Uh, but credit, I think will take time, uh, particularly because there are a lot of moving parts. There are projects that are doing, uh, on chain credit, which I think is very cool. Like how Gearbox did this, uh, they have this credit accounts. Um, there, then there is spectral finance, which is doing some really cool stuff. Uh, and they're trying to, you know, they added polygon. They're trying to in aggregate a lot of data points on how your health factor liquidation engine, all of those things are sorry, not liquidation engine, how your health factor, the quality of protocols you've interacted with, how many rug pulls you have been, have you been through? So all those kind of things they are putting into ML model, trying to give you a credit score on that doing on chain stuff is easy, but when you do. I know a couple of projects that are integrating on Polygon now. They're trying to do like uh, chain link for credit kind of a thing, you know. So they're trying to bring off-chain credit via these big third parties that actually give sell these data to credit cards for their for their monetization. So they're working with those third parties uh, to bring their uh, bring their data on chain that so they can append that data on with on chain data to provide a more holistic credit um, 
credit because on chain data you can sibil like you can easily sibil attack uh, you can create multiple things and uh, but if you add your off chain data on chain then it is it becomes uh, less sibilable so to say uh, so so that kind of stuff i'm i'm very interested in the this credit rwa and one more thing which i'm yeah rwa on that is uh, in this environment uh, in this high inflation environment right like uh, tokenization will become very 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 important and tokenization of real world assets whether it is bills uh, you know bonds mortgages xyz anything anything that gives you a high yield because in this high rate environment which is going up uh, and as per macro macro experts it is continue if not at this level it will continue to be in the next couple of years uh, if not at the same acceleration but in defi because of all the credit like you know the the big uh, guys who gave credit all of them are you know down bad so the interest rates on aave is going down or aave compound is going down whereas everything else in real world is going up so how do you you know i don't know what to call it but like bridge the gap is by bringing these off chain assets on chain uh, tokenizing them and giving yield on that and giving loans on top of that and that is i think is very cool and uh, polygon there's a lot of bunch happening on polygon there is one market that is doing solar that is solely focused on solar and they are uh, they based out of sf they are giving loans to teams uh, in uh, farms solar farms in africa india and funding them they already have like seven or eight big farms that are running by their capital and they're doing all the underwriting and all of that so that kind of stuff is cool because it gives you yield real world uncorrelated yield um, and yeah that that kind of stuff i think is very cool so interesting um i love that i don't know it it, it looks like we are finally seeing more innovation happening in defi like there there was a I don't know if you agree, but there was um, a period of time last year where, to me, the space seemed a little bit stagnant. Like, it was just, like, same things, kind of cycling over and over, just, yes. like, people forking and copying each other. I, I remember I remember you were saying this on one of your podcasts. Like, mm -hmm. multiple times you've said that. Like, last yeah. year was, yeah. Yeah, I, I've been kind of missing this innovation and i knew that it, it i i've also said this before i knew that it would happen on on the bear market that we'll see we would start to see kind of this just like new applications pick up so uh yeah like uh solar like tokenized solar farms on polygon uh getting real yield to people that's super interesting um and and yeah these kind of like chain link for credit scores also sounds sounds promising um and i agree like for for this kind of mainstream um user to come i i think credit and and like credit scores that that just like comes one one in hand with with the other uh, will be key so good to see some development uh, on on that front for sure um okay and then to start wrapping up um what do you think the the well first off like just like looking at the, the polygon roadmap i know we've discussed like a, 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 some of the biggest announcements um but what other 
announcement developments should we expect from Polygon in, in, the, in the, the kind of next couple of months? Like what does the roadmap look like? Yeah, I, I think uh, people believe that people have started to think that Polygon has the best BD, uh, you know, uh, in the space. But in the coming months, in the coming, you know, quarter, uh, quarter one, quarter two, people will realize that Polygon has the best tech. This is this will become has one of the best tech uh, thing uh, in the space. That is for sure, uh, because of zkVM, because of the prover, because of Supernet, and all these things will become one with data availability will will become one big modular Ethereum scaling solution that anyone can you know come and uh, come and build for uh, for that. Uh, that is for that will become <coughs> sorry that will become more evident so to say like right now bd has been you know the we have been very aggressive and will be that's 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 for sure will be uh aggressive on the bd side but this tech will become more mature now that you know uh there is less which you said you just said like about the there was so much hype around forking and all because now now twitter influencers are gone like uh the guys who we used to do it up in bull like those guys are gone um, you you know who is building. You see the numbers. They are less frag. Uh, they are less fabricated uh, numbers. So now people are seeing. In terms of like what new announcement and stuff is coming. There's a lot of like institutional DeFi coming, which uh, like RWA institutional DeFi. A lot of stuff is coming in the next. Uh, yeah, I think either the news is going today, tomorrow, this week, sometime. So a lot of stuff is uh, is ready on the PR. Uh, which is uh, which is going to happen? Which, uh, yeah, which will uh, onboard a lot of users uh, on chain and uh, have more interesting, uh, you know, risk risk management risk management uh, use cases. So I'm pretty excited about that. Interesting. So should we expect something like New Bank, but with like uh, another sort of like financial yes. institution? Yeah, 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 more more retail focus. I mean, yeah, New Bank is also pretty retail, uh, but we are like. In LATAM, the Polygon will become the biggest. Uh, so already like uh, with no bank thing. Repio is already on Polygon. Uh, I don't know if you know, uh, but Repio, have you, uh, you, uh, Repio is like yeah. Argentina. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. is is very big in Argentina, and they are uh, they have already announced. And this was like July or something. They already announced uh, June or July that they will be building a supernet uh, for uh, for some of their clients you know some of those clients some some big ones uh that uh that that run uh that that do a bunch of stuff so we so yeah like crypto uh in latam is like my also very important for me so like some big names yes you'll see you'll see come up in that space as well awesome super interesting okay and then just like bigger picture um what does polygon look like or, or what what would you like to see polygon look like um just let's say like a year from now like how big is it what kind of users does it have yeah like what's kind of the the, the long-term goal that's interesting like in terms of users uh like I, I don't want to like put a number on that because of god knows what this macro market is looking going to look like however stuff like reddit keeps coming so who knows <laughs> third three million via three million new addresses via reddit I don't know, 50 million via Nubank with Robinhood. I don't know, like probably 10 million or 5 million new users, uh, new wallets get created. So 
I don't know, like probably like 200, 300 million. I, I don't want to put a number to be honest there. What I'm more interested is that is following the, is, is being the first choice for builders to, to be, oh, where you want to build, we will build Polygon. Where do you want to build your FinTech Polygon? Where do you want to build your NFT collection Polygon? You know, that should be the, the goal is, is it is the goal and will continue to be like the North star for everything that we do, whether it is tech, BD, PR, marketing, whatever it is, uh, will always be that because these dApps are the future and not the chains. Like yeah, chain will continue to be, you know, the, will continue to be the settlement layer of course, but these dApps like lens, for example, like lens is a very good flagship product that, that uh, represents Polygon. Um, uh, you know, because they, this has so much users, it is a clear use case that the web theory industry needs. So what I would say is that I would say like 10 more lens, 10, 15 more projects like lens, not in the same category. I hope the, be I wish the best for lens. I keep hanging around their office in New York. Uh, but, uh, uh, but what I mean is like more projects that are like 10, 15, 20 projects that the best in class in their vertical. Uh, or at least two of each vertical that try to, you know, uh, be the best. And Polygon is the tech empowering that uh, that vertical, that each vertical. And uh, that's that's the goal. That's the goal. Whether it is NFT, gaming, uh, PFPs, uh, DeFi, fintech, institution, tokenization, enterprise, whatever it is, you know. And that's how you onboard onboard the next hundred million users on chain. Mm -hmm. Okay, so so be, being the the main hub for for builders, uh, that's that's kind of the the north star uh, going forward. Awesome. Okay, and then a uh, final question, uh, Hamza. I'd love to hear what makes you defiant. What, oh, what makes Polygon defiant? No, what makes you? What makes me? Mm -hmm. uh, that's a good question. Uh, I mean, see, I, I've grown up in grown up in India, uh, in like a lower middle class family. People, yeah, like there were not many assets, so to say. Like that's why you know when I said the income is very important more than assets, um, and I've seen firsthand how internet changed, like how Facebook, you know, Facebook when it started, Facebook changed. India and like many other emerging economies, uh, because of information, access to information, access to media, access to English, more importantly, you know, uh, because everything was in English, more of the videos were in English, Instagram, all of these things, YouTube, mainly YouTube, like how it changed because media and information was public. Uh, and that firsthand I've seen a lot of like lives and like families and these being changed. And I think we are in this same position now and it is our responsibility, like what Eric Worris was saying on uh, the SBF uh, Bankless podcast was also very, very philosophical uh, debate that, you know, email is not regulated, email it is not KYC and so should not be basic lending, borrowing, basing access to capital. And uh, that is what is, I think, keeps me defiant is that and resistant to anything is that uh, yeah, this DeFi should become uh, this. These things that we are in this together, this should become more accessible. I love it. Yeah, totally agree with that vision. Um, 
Hamza, it's been a pleasure having you on the podcast. Thanks again for, for coming on and uh, yeah, learned a ton about uh, Polygon and yeah, super excited uh, about what's to come. So thanks again. So thank you. Thank you for having me. This was like really fun. <laughs>